Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, wherever or whenever you happen to be listening to this. Thank you for listening to the So You're Getting Married podcast. This is a show where I offer personal perspectives to brides and wives, to grooms and guys on things to consider before walking down the aisle, as well as some lessons that will endure before and after the wedding ceremony. I'm your host, Abuja-based events and wedding photographer, Tavishima Ayede. Um, apologies, today I'm going to make another detour because uh, I believe um, the last time we went over the venue so that the uh, newbies, those people who are uh, getting ready to walk down the aisle, okay, I guess I should stop calling them newbies because I think technically speaking, a newbie is someone who has already taken that first step. And uh, those of you who are getting ready to walk down the aisle in 2021 technically are not newbies yet. I guess newbies are the newlyweds. So for those of you who are getting ready to walk down the aisle in 2021, uh, we looked at the question of um, whether the venue is an essential requirement for the traditional wedding. And so uh, that is that about that. And I promise that we're going to look into um, entreaties. That's the part uh, of the ceremony where uh, the older ones who have more um, experience, I was going to say more wisdom, but some of you would say that uh, being married for 20 or 30 years doesn't necessarily give you more um, wisdom. So, but we can't deny that they do have uh, more experience uh, than we do for those who have been married for an uber long time. So uh, that's the part where they all stand up and, um, you know, words of advice, encouragement, uh, the questions and uh, things like that. So we're going to look at entreaties and item number seven, if those were essential parts of a traditional wedding um, as well. However, I'd like to make a detour today because um, as a friend of mine who started podcasting um, a lot uh, earlier than I than I have, also a fellow photographer, well, at least he used to be a photographer. I think now he's a creative strategist and consultant, something like that. And his name is uh, Rodney Omekachi uh, or Rodney Avo, as um, he's known by most folks. Um, and then his podcast is called The Young God uh, Podcast. And so he put out an episode recently. Oh, by the way, in case you didn't catch that, that is kind of like me, um, you know, throwing it out there. That if you like the flow of this podcast and you're looking for other podcasts that are more, um, you know, lighthearted, just oriented, um, uh you know, eclectic podcasts that talk about um, different uh, things, you know, life and relationships and things of that nature, then his podcast is um, it's an interesting one to um, listen to. Anyway, be that as it may, I haven't listened to that last episode, but something in the caption for the promo caught my attention. Um, I think the podcast is an ode to older women or something like that. And then in bracket, he has uh, for those women who are approaching 30 and beyond and so that's the reason why i want to that's what i want to address in this podcast can we really say that a woman who is 30 is old or approaching old age and that is what i would like to um look at today because well i haven't listened to his podcast and so i'm not commenting on the merits or the demerits of his own podcast so let's put that in perspective i'm just riffing on uh something that i see um in society today because i still have friends who are in their 30s and uh and are unmarried and um i wouldn't like to say stigma stigma is a harsh word but there's a lot of apprehension around um you know i'm 25 i'm not yet married i'm 28 i'm not yet married i'm 32 i'm not yet married i'm 35 i'm not yet married 
And so, yes, I guess from a biological standpoint, you know, there's this imperative that you should have your children um, as early as uh, as early as possible. Because um, I think when you approach certain ages, when you're getting closer to 40, is it 40 or 45? I can't really remember. Um, please, by all means, uh, those of you who are getting ready to get married, when you're in your marriage preparation classes, um, ask your pastor about it. Also, ask your doctor about it. But I think um, approaching 40 and maybe 45, I think all the pregnancies within that range, at least in this part of the world, are considered to be high-risk um, pregnancy. So, uh, from a theoretical um, perspective, once again, I'm not a doctor, so this is not medical advice. So, from a theoretical perspective, um, uh, I think it's easiest to have children, you know, in your early 20s, you know, uh, I think, is it 20s and 30s? I can't remember anyway. But the longer it takes, then um, the biological uh, parts uh, get a lot um, harder. The reproductive um, matters get a lot more difficult, that's generally uh, speaking. So maybe if you want to look at things from a purely reproductive standpoint, uh, maybe the apprehension around when you're married is justified. However, removing childbearing aside, um, because marriage serves two functions, um, at least for those of us who are Catholic, um, those of us who are Catholics or old school Christians, let me put it that way. Marriage serves two functions. There's the unitive function and there's the procreative function. So you guys are getting together so that um, you guys can have kids. That's one element. And then you guys are getting together so that you can, um, uh, you know, the unitive aspect. That's, um, you know, so you guys can, uh, you know, make each other feel all nice and warmy and gooey inside and um, support yourself and uh, all the good stuff that comes along with um, having a partner um, for life. So when you look at things of uh, when you look at it from the more unitive aspect um, of marriage, I guess there is no point in time where it is too late to be married. So uh, it would be nice if you you can get married early so that you can f um, fulfill both functions, so that you can um, have kids and also um, uh, you know have that soulmate that you can walk down life with. But if we're looking at things from the unitive angle, then I guess. Whether it clicks at 20 or whether it clicks at 40, it's, well, you know, it is uh, it is what it is. But um, outside the confines of marriage, if we're going to look at this thing in a much more um, broader point of view, I don't think it's very helpful to have um, all these apprehensions, um, for women particularly, um, built around their age. So that by the time people um, hit their 30s, they feel like uh, they're running out of time, they're getting old, uh, you know, things of that nature. You know, the, the apprehension um, doesn't uh, help. So, um, and then again, what makes a woman old, in quotes, and I really do not like that term old uh, woman or old spinster or whatever. So if you look at it from time to time, you see that the requirements, the conditions change from generation to generation. So during my mother's time, um, my mother had me when she was uh, 21, I think 21 or 22. 
and then my brother was born when she was 24 or is it 21 and 23 something like that but basically by 23 my mom was done and it's the same thing with her sisters you find out that uh for my mom's sisters you know roughly everybody was done between 25 and 30 you know by 30 everybody had dropped their last born in quote uh i mean that's the use of the word drop i mean for those of you who are um non-nigerian listeners uh in this context, dropping a child would be bearing a child. So basically, all the children have been dropped um, um, before 30. So maybe in my mother's day, uh, um, any woman who between, let's say, 1976 and 1982 was uh, maybe 33, 34, 35, and she hadn't even gotten married. Oh, yes, in that context, a woman might have been considered to be um old and that um, podcast title would apply but then again that was a time when um you know nigerian society was a lot different people finished school on time the the economy was a lot more buoyant there were lots of opportunities in the um, civil service and in the commercial sector so you actually did find that someone like my mother who had given birth to her first child at 21 actually had been working for about four or five years i can't remember she started off work with the NTA, the Nigerian Television Authority in Makudi, and then after Makudi in Benue State was transferred to um, Suleja. That's where NTA Abuja used to broadcast out of. So Suleja in um, um, in Niger State, yeah. So so basically, by the time she had me, she had already been working for about four or five years. So you could say that um, back in that uh, back in those days. A 21-year-old young woman was um, was already uh, quite mature. So, I mean, you can see that um, in this, it doesn't quite apply in today's day and age. It is not unusual to find a uh, 22-year-old, 25-year-old who right now, currently, is still in school, just wrapping up university. So, the point I'm trying to make is that um, right now... Um, things have changed and you can't really call a 25-year-old an old woman like how you could call them back in the day. Because like I said, my mom's day, and it was the same, um, uh, relatively speaking with uh, her sisters and some of my aunts. By the time they were having their children in their 20s up until 25, you know, they had already been working um, for some time, you know, because you'd finish university quite quickly you know, um, and then you'd get your first job or some people wouldn't even go to university. You just have your higher national diploma, I think. Was it the HND? Because that's the route my father took. He From HND, he just went straight and got a job and he was in radio broadcasting. Uh, I think I think he started off in Kaduna. But I can't remember because he moved around quite a bit, but he was in um, radio production and also eventually ended up um, in the NTA. But that's also another, that's a story for another day. That's, you know, whether people who work in the same place should be married. But that's, an, you know, that's interesting just for um, another day, different perspectives over there. So anyway, bottom line is, in the old days, what you would say was a young woman doesn't necessarily apply to today. And who you would say was an old woman doesn't necessarily apply till today. 
But the bottom line, what I'm trying to push is that we need more flexibility around these things. And let's stop with this blanket attitude that once you're hitting your 30s, you're getting old, you're expiring and things like that. 30 is way too early. A 30-year-old today is still a young woman who is coming of age, trying to find her sense of self in society, build a career. Um, what else? You know, lots of things. 30 basically is when a lot of uh, women and men, of course, are just beginning to uh, come to their... Um come to some sense of self and find some self-actualization so at 30 you are not old so as a dude at 30 you're not old as a woman at 30 you are not old and so um please try and isolate yourself from all this talk about um, old maidens and everything by the time you're hitting um, uh, 30. so yes ideally especially from a reproductive standpoint it would be nice if um, all of us uh you know got our thing going quite early so you know like for me i had my children um i didn't get married early relatively speaking because my brother was married at 25 and so that's considered early uh, in this day and age i think i got married at uh maybe 32 or something like that but bottom line is i'm still in the middle of school runs right now and i can tell you that it's not easy doing school runs as a 40 year old you know um doing school runs uh because you don't have a um a house help you know waking up early giving the kids a bath and all that it uh, takes quite a toll so basically uh, my brother who started off at 25 was able to do a lot of these things with pep in a step and me getting into these things in my 40s yeah it's um it can be rough sometimes but it's still fun anyway thank god i wouldn't have it any other way um i met patients when um i did we got married when we did. We had children when we did. And we thank God for how everything has come along. But bottom line, in this rambling episode that I have... Sorry, forgive me, guys. My phone just rang. So in this rambling episode that we've done uh, this morning, I guess the whole point I just wanted to say is that if you're getting ready to walk down the aisle in 2021 and you happen to be 35 years old, you know, please do not despair. Don't listen to your aunts or your friends or uh, the media or whatever it is out there telling you that you are an old maiden. Please do not despair. You are not old. These are just um, circumstances of the times and this is just where we find ourselves. So if you found love when um, you did, you know, all glory to God. Um, we ask that God will bless your relationship, will bless your union, and he will help um, you to fulfill these two purposes of um, marriage, no matter how old you may be. That's the uh, procreative part of marriage in having children and the unitive part of marriage where you're trying to build life um, uh, together with a uh, um, with a soulmate. So we just pray that God will bless your union and uh, everything is going to be cool. Unfortunately, some people don't get married early like uh, one of my aunties in quote not really my biological auntie but in lagos let's just call her um aunt julie in saint leo's church you know so aunt julie didn't get married on time by the time she got married she was already like 45 or something and then um you know complications and it just didn't happen and aunt julie um adopted and she has a daughter and uh, they seem to be going along um, quite fine. So there are other options available, even when the clock runs out on the biological front. But anyway, I guess I shouldn't take up you guys, um, take up too much of you guys' time because it's not really an episode that I prepared for. Really, it's just something I saw and I feel strongly about. So I figured I'd um, pick up the mic and then um, rant. So let me cut it short here. 
Thank you very much, guys, for listening to the So You're Getting Married podcast. I'm your host, Abuja-based event and wedding photographer. I'll catch you guys on the next episode, and hopefully I'll be much more prepared rather than just seeing something on the internet and then picking up the microphone so I can just go on a rant about that. So, um, if you're using this to start off your day, have a wonderful day. If you're using this as a nightcap, then have a beautiful night, and I'll catch you guys at the next recording.